0: Welcome to the Mass Device Fast Five MedTech News Podcast, the show that keeps you up to date on the latest breakthroughs in medical technology with the top five news stories to get your day started. I'm your host, Danielle Kirsch, and today I'm joined by my co host, Sean Hooley. Today we'll talk about Microbot Medical's preclinical study of its surgical robot, FDA clearance news from Boston Scientific, and Integra Life Sciences completing enrollment in one of its studies. We also have news about a former DePoi Synthes sales rep who's accused of defrauding a hospital and Neuropace's CEO has resigned. First, how are you doing today, Sean? What do you think about everything that's going on in the industry right now?
1: I'm doing well. It's, you know, it's as always, it's a mixed bag. Uh, I'm really excited by some of the clinical trial stuff we're going to talk about and FDA clearance, but then there's some, I guess, less savory news out of the PuySynthes, so it'll be interesting to to talk it all through.
0: And just a quick note before we get started, we will not be posting any new episodes next week. We're going on a summer break (laughs) and there's a holiday here in the US and we found in the past that there just isn't too much news to report, but you can keep up with the little news that we will be covering over on the MassDevice website at MassDevice.com. But let's just get right into it. What is the first thing that we should know for today, Sean?
1: First thing, we'll start with surgical robotics in ever-growing space. Microbot Medical completed... The preclinical study of its endovascular surgical robot.
0: And what is Microbot Medical's surgical robot?
1: So, it's called Liberty. It's a single use endovascular robotic surgical system designed for use in neurovascular, cardiovascular, and peripheral vascular procedures. It's got a compact design and remote operating capabilities to reduce radiation exposure and the physical strain on physicians.
0: So, what happened in the preclinical study?
1: So, Key opinion leaders at a New York-based research lab conducted this study. A team of leading interventional radiologists used the system to perform dozens of catheterizations, including the system's remote operating capabilities on predetermined vascular targets. And Microbot Medical reported a 100% success rate in reaching the intended target with no observable on-site complications.
0: And how optimistic is the CEO? This seems like really good news.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, CEO Hal Godot said that we continue to expand our close relationships with international key opinion leaders. And for the first time, we incorporated executives from the medical industry. We believe that our Liberty robotic Surgical System has the potential to benefit patients, physicians, and commercial organizations from the medical field as we continue to advance in the regulatory process with the FDA and other regions around the world.
0: What's the next bit of news that we have?
1: Next bit of news, speaking of the FDA, is that it cleared... Boston Scientific's embold soft and packing coils for embolization procedures, rounding out a family of products in the company's embolic portfolio.
0: And what are these coils designed for?
1: They're designed for use in a variety of embolization procedures, aiding in the minimally invasive treatment for blocking one or more blood vessels, obstructing or reducing blood flow. The procedure stops hemorrhaging, prevents aneurysm ruptures, and reduces the size of certain tumors, potentially treating venous abnormalities as well.
0: Interesting. We've had a few aneurysm devices that we've talked about this week. How does this streamline hospital workflows?
1: Well, altogether, these this family of devices create a single platform of three coils, making it simpler for physicians to address a variety of patient needs and anatomies. Boston Scientific even said that it enables streamlined hospital inventory, which generally cuts down the burden on, on healthcare facilities.
0: And what are executives saying?
1: Peter Patterson, the president of Interventional Oncology and Embolization at Boston Scientific said the addition of these coils completes the Embold platform and is, is expected to build upon the success the company's already seen with the launch of its fibered coil last year. With the full platform of Embold coils, along with the company's conformable embolic Obsidio, it will be able to offer customers a complementary and highly differentiated portfolio, enabling them to provide highly personalized care to address the unique needs of their patients.
0: And it looks like we have some more study news.
1: Yep. Integra Life Sciences completed the enrollment in its Durasorb monofilament mesh investigational device exemption study. Uh, could be a big step forward in breast reconstruction.
0: What will that study evaluate?
1: It evaluates the Durasorb system in two-stage breast reconstruction. It's, the Durasorb itself is a bioabsorbable matrix-based monofilament mesh currently with FDA clearance to reinforce soft tissue where weakness exists.
0: Interesting. And how many patients is the company enrolling in this study?
1: So Integra said it's the first and only active multi-center IDE study evaluating the use of a surgical matrix in two-stage breast reconstructions. It's a pretty big study enrolling several hundred patients across seven major academic hospitals around the U.S. The company also noted that it completed its enrollment sooner than anticipated.
0: Wow. So how optimistic are executives?
1: Todd Cruickshank, the VP and GM of Surgical Innovation Associates, which is the company that develops Durasorb and was acquired by Integra, said that it's a significant milestone and that the company looks forward to continuing to work with the study investigators to maintain high patient follow-up. He also said that they are grateful to the investigators and patients enrolled in this study, which is intended to help advance women's health and improve patient outcomes following breast cancer and mastectomy.
0: And it looks like we have some ethics and legal news up next.
1: That's right. A former Dupuis Synthes sales rep was accused of defrauding a Boston area hospital. Federal grand jury indictment came down on Matthew Capabianco over these allegations.
0: So what was that former sales representative accused of?
1: According to the indictment, Capabianco falsely represented on usage forms that more and more expensive Johnson & Johnson Dupuis products were used during spine surgeries than were actually used. Capobianco was indicted on eight counts of wire fraud and one count of making material false statements. The falsification allegedly took place between January 2016 through June 2017.
0: And how did the alleged falsification benefit that sales rep?
1: It enabled him to boost his sales numbers, according to the U.S. Department of Justice, increase his compensation, and attain higher rankings within the company's sales organization.
0: And what was J&J's response?
1: A statement shared with Mass Device said that the company has resolved all government claims against it and improper billing allegations as part of a previous $9.75 million civil settlement. The settlement was not an admission of liability. The company statement also said the allegations of a former employee's conduct outlined in this indictment are contrary to company policy. We are committed to ensuring that our companies conduct business in a way that complies with our credo and with all laws and regulations, and we have extensively cooperated with the government's investigation related to this indictment.
0: It looks like the last bit of news that we have is some more executive changes, which we've really covered extensively this week.
1: Definitely. Neuropace uh, had its CEO resign and a former Integer executive is set to take over. It won't be an extensive search at the company as the company announced its CEO's resignation and his replacement in effectively one fell swoop.
0: What are the details of his resignation?
1: So Michael Favette will resign effective July 10th, 2023. He intends to participate in NeuroPace's officer severance benefit plan, according to a news release. The company which makes the FDA approved RNS system for treating epilepsy provided no further details on the reason for his resignation, but in connection with it, he and NeuroPace entered into a consulting agreement where he agreed to serve as an advisor providing consulting services for 12 months from the separation date to assist with the transition. So, it appears that the resignation is not, you know, anything I guess against Favit as he's going to be a consultant with the company. It's probably more a personal decision or something along those lines. I don't want to speculate, but
0: and obviously leadership transitions offer an opportunity for companies to bring in fresh perspectives and leverage industry experience to drive innovation. So, who will take the corner office when he leaves?
1: Neuropace appointed Joel Becker to the vacated CEO and board member positions. His appointment goes into effect on the same day as Favet's resignation. He was appointed as a class one director for the board and his term expires upon the company's 2025 annual meeting of stockholders.
0: And what is Joel Becker's career background or at least, you know, some of his recent career milestones?
1: Becker most recently served as president at Viking North Ventures, a medical technology and healthcare advisory firm. That role Lasted from October 2022 to July of this year, obviously, as he takes over at Neuropace. From April 2019 to October of last year, he served as president of Integer's cardiac rhythm management and neuromodulation product category. Other previous roles included CEO of Exchange Labs and leadership positions at St. Jude Medical.
0: That's all the news that we have for today. Thank you again for coming on and giving us all of your insights.
1: My pleasure. And as always, read more on the mass Device website and check out the show notes at MassDevice.com slash podcast.
0: Connect with us online. I'm on Twitter at Danielle underscore Kirsch, K-I-R-S-H, and the same name on LinkedIn. How about you, Sean?
1: You can find me on LinkedIn, Sean, S-E-A-N, Hooli, W-H-O-O-L-E-Y.
0: Subscribe to the Device Fast Five wherever you listen to podcasts and share this episode. Join us again on July 11th for your daily MedTech News Roundup. Thank you for listening.